Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 363. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. Seriously, though, you all are just unreal. You're so kind to me, and it always means a lot. All the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, of course, all the love you show me with my journals on newmindsethoodis.com. Thank you so much. And today, I want to talk about a topic that is really real, <laughs> real for lack of a better word. And, you know, I talk a lot about loneliness on the podcast. And <laughs> that sounds like a downer of a theme, but I've done a couple of episodes on the topic and they've always been so well received. And I think partly because we live in a time where it's just easy to feel lonely, to feel disconnected, to feel lost, to feel like you're running behind. It, you know, I feel lonely all the time. I think we all do in a sense. But the good news is, I've learned and I've observed that we've learned to be lonely, but to not blame ourselves for it. To the point of the episodes I've done previously on the topic, we've learned how to be lonely, but to realize what it actually means, the power behind the reason why. But the other day, I was thinking about relationships and dating and the feeling of being lonely the connectedness between the two. And I circled this idea because I think of all the kinds of loneliness we might feel in our lives, that is the time where you feel disconnected. I think the hardest kind is when you're with other people, you're surrounded by other people, or you're in a relationship with one particular person, and yet you still feel disconnected. You're with somebody, but you still feel lonely. You're not physically alone, obviously, but like emotionally, spiritually, on a deeper level, you feel lonely. You feel disconnected. Something is missing. And I think this type of loneliness is a very tough pill to swallow because here you are, 
you're with someone else and they care about you and you care about them, but deep down, you just can't shake the feeling. You can't ignore the fact that you still feel lonely. And that's what I want to talk about today. And trust me, there's a redeeming conclusion here that I think will be really helpful and you'll feel really good about yourself for for listening to this episode. But that is the topic. Feeling lonely while you're in a relationship. Feeling lonely while you're dating someone. Or even feeling lonely while you're surrounded by friends or family even. Why do we feel this way? What does it mean and what should we do? And as always, I kind of sat down and really thought about this topic and my experience so that I could boil it down to just a simple realization. So I did that. I think it'll be really helpful for you. But real quick, before I hop into it, last episode, I announced my partnership with BetterHelp. And I wanted to let you know that today's episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp, an online platform that matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. And I think the platform is so amazing because it really does remove any excuses that we make or barriers that we perceive to getting into therapy for the first time, or maybe trying a new therapist because you need change. But BetterHelp is amazing. It's the reason that I reached out to them to create a partnership because they match you with a therapist within 48 hours. And then you can log into your account anytime. You can send a message to them. You'll get thoughtful responses. You could schedule weekly phone and video sessions with your therapist. And I've been using BetterHelp and I really do think it's amazing. It's just the ability to talk with someone, a stranger, online who is highly qualified to help you with whatever you're going through and better help as therapists who specialize in everything from stress and anxiety and relationships to issues like depression, trauma, anxiety, and more. And so I really want to help you go to therapy. It's been incredible for me. So if you visit betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset, you'll get 10% off your first month. And it's been amazing to hear so many Uh, listeners start their first therapy session after last episode. So definitely keep letting me know. Join me in therapy. This is the year of therapy. You could just visit betterhelp.com. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash new mindset, 10% off your first month. So hope that's helpful for you. That's why I started this partnership um, with BetterHelp. But let's talk about this topic here, feeling lonely while you're in a relationship. And again, I think we can all relate to this in some way. Certainly I can. I was, you know, in my life, I was single from 29 to 33. And I recall several instances in that time frame, like four solid years where I would be out dating and, you know, maybe on date three or date four with someone like just getting to know each other. And I was like, man, you know, we're together and she's great and she's great to me and I'm great to her, but I still feel disconnected. I feel lonely. In fact, sometimes I I would say I feel lonelier when I'm with her than I was when I was strictly single and not dating. So I've had that experience. And I've also had experiences where in my 20s, I was in a very serious long-term relationship being like, man, you know, we're two years in, we're really together, we're living together, but I still feel lonely. So whether whatever end of the spectrum you're on, full on in a relationship, feeling lonely, dating people, but still feeling that loneliness, I think it's a relatable topic in a sense. Um, because I think also about this, why we feel this type of loneliness so maybe much stronger than the other types of loneliness in life. And I think it's because of the presence of should. The presence of should really exacerbates your true feelings. Should, right? So like, 
when you're dating someone, let's say date three or date four, you should feel excited. It's new. It's fun. You should feel nicely, comfortably connected with this person. Or you're in a serious relationship. You should feel understood by them and loved by them and supported by them. That's the result of year-long relationships, right? And so when you don't, when that should is knocking on your door and you feel that pressure, it really exacerbates that feeling of loneliness you have. And it becomes really tangible for you. And you start to be like, what the heck? Like, I feel lonely when I shouldn't. What is wrong with me? Like, Why do I feel this way? Relatable. And again, I'm talking about short-term. I'm talking about long-term relationships. I'm talking about friendships. You name it. Feeling lonely when by all objective measures, you shouldn't. On paper, you shouldn't. How do we address this in our lives? Well, I think the most helpful way to talk about this and then give a super simple conclusion from it is to consider why we feel this way in the first place. Shocker. Why? Why do we feel lonely when technically we have all that we need to not feel that way? We're not physically alone or isolated. We have the emotional support of someone else and we reciprocate that and they reciprocate us. We have their effort. We have our effort. Everything should be good. Should. So why do we still feel disconnected when that's the case? Well, I think realistically, there's really just one reason, and it's not that earth shattering, but I think the conclusion from it is going to be really helpful for you. So the reason why is you feel lonely because something is missing. Not really shocking. You're simply missing something in that relationship. It's a missing piece, a missing emotion, a missing element, a missing piece of connection. I say this all the time in every single episode, but no one is the same in life. No one has the same needs. You, me, your cousin Vinny, your next door neighbor, that person you met in Cancun in 2008, but still follow on Instagram, everyone is different. To think we all need the same things and will be great and happy in a relationship is just not realistic. There is only you and what you truly need based on who you are today and what you've learned in your past. So to look yourself in the mirror and beat yourself up because you have what you're supposed to have and what you're supposed to be happy with, but you still feel lonely, that is not being fair to you. Likely what it's saying is that you feel lonely because something is missing in your relationship, something that you need, you specifically. Maybe not everyone else. Maybe it's not on the common checklist you read online or it's not in the podcast you listen to, but it's you. You need that thing. Like, for instance, maybe you you feel supported by your person. They're a great texter. They're very responsive. They set updates. They're very eager. And that's amazing. But you don't feel fully understood by them. You don't feel fully understood by them. Maybe you feel very prioritized, and that's great. But you never feel that you can go deeper with them. Maybe you feel very physically attracted to them, and they're very physically attracted to you. But you still feel anxious in being open and honest with them about your issues and your past. You don't feel that it's well-received. Or maybe you love that they're so eager to be with you and spend time with you, but you don't feel like they listen or that your input in their life really matters to them. You name it, so on and so forth. They give you one great thing. They give you many great things, but you're still lacking in something that is specific to you, for you. Since you are your own unique person with your own unique needs and your own unique love languages and attachment styles and baggage and everything that you bring with you, because of that, you still feel lonely because you need more, you need different, you need something specific. 
And that's not very shocking, right? We're just talking about something that is lacking in a relationship. But that's the reality. That's why you're feeling lonely, even though on paper you feel that you shouldn't. And that's why it's so real, because you're comparing that pressure of should with how you truly feel and how you truly are. And I'll add here that I think maybe reason 1.5 could also very well be that you're bringing something with you to the relationship that has nothing to do with the relationship. You're bringing anxiousness, maybe depression, maybe some trauma that you are healing from and that's causing you to feel lonely as well. I think that's definitely applicable here. You know, as a person, you're struggling with something and you carry that with you into the relationship and it gets in the way of you fully connecting with that person. And that's very real, of course. And, you know, side note, small plug, I will say, I think it's very healthy to be in your own individual therapy while in a relationship. I think it's great for you to work on you while you work on the two of you together, but separately, but together. But regardless of why, why, there you are. The reality is there you are with someone and you're feeling pressure to not feel the way you do. You're feeling pressure to not feel lonely. You beat yourself up because you're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be thankful that you have these great things. But deep down, because you're an intuitive, self-aware, honest person, it's just not enough for you. You still feel disconnected. And you're like, what the heck? Am I being selfish? What's wrong with me? So what do we do with this realization that something is missing? Well, I think the conclusion we can make here is one of two things, and then I'll give you my big takeaway for the episode. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt 
really my style, simple, but with a pop of luxury and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury, go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. First, something is missing. Okay, you've realized that. You've understood maybe why you're feeling this way. That's great. That's not a lot of people get to that step. But now you need to make the tough decision to say this person is capable of providing it or not. That's the toughest decision to ever make in a relationship. When something deep down is missing from the relationship. When you're like, this person is great and funny and I'm attracted to them and they're nice and eager and do all these great things. But deep down, spiritually, intuitively, something is missing. When that's the case, you have to decide whether you can find it with that person. You can't force it. You can't wait forever. All you can do is dig deep within yourself for whether or not that person is capable of providing it. And if you come to the conclusion that they are, you have to voice it. And this is going to be a big conclusion from this episode, but I think it is counter to what we do if you think about it. I think back to my relationships in my 20s, ones where I was with someone who by all measures, she was great, but I still felt that loneliness. In those instances, I look back and I I realized that I didn't voice it. I really didn't voice it. Like the pattern was I felt lonely. She didn't do anything to help with that because I didn't voice it. So then I felt even lonelier, rinse and repeat until we broke up, (laughs) right? I felt lonely. She didn't do anything to help with it because I didn't voice it. I then felt lonelier rinse and repeat. And if you're honest with yourself, I think we all do this quite a bit. We expect someone else to get to the bottom of why we feel a certain way. But here's where I think we could take back our power in our dating lives. And I think is a big takeaway for this episode, whether that's date three or year three and whatever it is, but you're realizing that something is lacking. We need to realize that other people are not mind readers. Other people are not mind readers. I do a lot of episodes and quotes around knowing what you bring to the table and not being afraid to act it and act like it and voice it. That's always a big vibe for the podcast. And I think the majority of us have gotten to that point in our dating lives. If someone is giving us mixed signals, if someone is playing around with us, acting all unsure, we stand up for ourselves. We move on or we say, yo, what's going on? Why are you acting this way? We do that. We should be proud of ourselves for doing that. But in the case of being with someone who is great for us, who we vibe with, who gives us what we should be happy with, but when we still feel lonely, why do we stop honoring our standard there? Why do we suddenly assume that they will figure out how to make that loneliness go away? Why do we suddenly hope that time will simply help us figure this thing out? Other people are not mind readers. And in the same way we've grown and should be proud of ourselves to set the standard for how we want to be treated and respected, in that same way, we need to take that standard deeper. We have to tell and show other people how we want to be loved. And that's a big light bulb moment for me. You have to tell other people how you want to be loved. People don't just intuitively know how to love you. You have to tell them. And, you know, I say that. And I really don't think that takes like the romance out of it at all. It can only help you. Your partner, 
the person you're dating, the person you're considering dating, they can only go so far to know how you need to be loved. They can only react to what you tell them. They can only react to what their intuition tells them. But in the case of you being with someone who's great, but still feeling lonely, that deeper level needs to be addressed. It needs to be voiced. That deeper standard needs to be voiced. It has to be. I think there's this false assumption that the right person, your soulmate, whatever you want to call them, that that person is going to know exactly how to love you. That someone will have, you know, like the Ikea instruction manual to your heart and they will know exactly how to put the pieces together, the pieces of what make you happy and what will make you feel loved deep down. They have it all figured out. They'll know exactly what to do and they'll just dish it up. And yes, certainly I think with the right person, you're going to feel connected easily. It won't feel forced. There's no chasing. It's just like, wow, like we just feel each other. But when it comes to that deeper level, that's the deeper level where there is no disconnect. There is no loneliness. I really do believe that you have to voice it. Someone else isn't going to just know how to love you. You have to tell them. You have to show them. You have to tell them what it means for you to feel understood You have to tell them what it means for you to feel supported and loved or whatever adjective you're going after. And I I think that's very romantic, right? Like voicing your love language, your attachment style. How is that not romantic? Like, for instance, let's think outside the box here or within the box. When it comes to sex, we think it's sexy when someone tells you or shows you what they like in bed, right? I think more or less we'd all agree with that. Like it's we like we like that. When someone says, hey, do this or do that, we like it. Like, you know, spank me like a disobedient avocado. I like that. Do more of that. And you're like, okay, <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate the guidance because we want them to feel good and it's helpful so that we can give them what they want and what they need. But when it comes to the deep down and vulnerable standard we have, why do we suddenly expect them to know how to do it? Why do we suddenly expect them to know how to find that place and to love us in the way that we need? I really think that's on us. We can't expect someone else to know how to intuitively love us to the fullest level that we need. We can't expect someone else to know how to love us on the deepest level that we need them to go to. We have to show them that place. We have to be vulnerable enough to do that. We have to lower our proverbial walls intentionally and show them the way in. And I think in the case of the subject here of being with someone but still feeling lonely, that is the missing piece. We have to decide if they are capable of giving us what we need. And if you feel that they are, you have to voice it. End of story. And that first part, of course, is the hardest part. How do you know if they're capable of giving you what you need? If I had a blueprint for that, life would certainly be a lot easier, wouldn't it? But I think ultimately, unfortunately, you have to make that decision for yourself. You have to trust your intuition that it's the right decision. But once you do, once you decide, hey, this is the missing piece, and I think I could find it, and they can offer it, you have to voice it. You have to voice it because someone is not intuitively going to know how to love you on that deep level. In the same way, you're not going to to intuitively know how to do the same for them. And sure, at the end of the day, I think this episode simply boils down to communication. But for me, thinking about it this way has been a real light bulb moment. The your right person, your soulmate, whoever you want to, whatever you want to call them, they're going to be all the things that you dream about and it's going to feel different with them. It's going to feel unforced and natural and just right. And you're going to click and it's going to be amazing. 
because you're going to have that connection and you're going to be able to read each other on a deep level. But a lot of the time, that only covers the shoulds in your relationship to a certain point. It doesn't cover the deep you, the deep down you, the complicated person you might be, the things you carry with you, the things you realize that you need because you realized it, the complicated things you've come to realize about yourself. Someone will not intuitively know about those things and the needs that come from those things unless you voice them. And there's nothing unromantic about that. There's nothing forced about that. I think it's the most romantic thing in the world for you to say, I'm going to be vulnerable and honest and say, here is what I need and why. And then for that person to listen, to deeply listen and understand and then try their best to deliver, how is that not romantic? That's amazing. And what's more, back to knowing what you bring to the table, how is that not you living your, living your standard from start to finish? Not start to halfway, not just up until it's very clear that person is into you and there's no mixed signals or uncertainty, but beyond that, to the very core of what you need, to the final deeper, deeper level. Voicing what you want, saying how you want and deserve to be loved, that is how you live your standard from start to finish. And in the case of being with someone but feeling lonely, I think this reminder is very, very powerful. Maybe it's the missing piece you're looking for. Remember that you deserve to live your standard from start to finish. And that means voicing how you want to be loved, voicing why you want to be loved in that way, and then recognizing if that person is capable of delivering it or not. But when you look back and you always voice it, there's nothing to regret. So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you shared the podcast with a friend. And also if you could take just 60 seconds and give the show a five-star rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. They mean so much to me. And also don't forget to check out today's sponsor and join me in going to therapy by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset that gets you 10% off your first month of online therapy. But that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.